You can't fail to recognise that, can you? 25 minutes to two on a Friday afternoon, GTFM right at the heart of the county borough. Second of a double plate, Susie Quatter, of course, Devil Gate Drive. And how on earth do I follow that? Singer, songwriter, actress, radio presenter, award winner from a beautiful black and white photo that I observed earlier on today doing the research of Susie, part of the Pleasure Seekers when she first started out all the way to Can the Can, Devilgate Drive, you've just heard now, and her role in Happy Days, of course, which brought her many admirers indeed. Good afternoon to Susie Quattro. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much indeed, Susie. So what a, what a career, Susie. And, and now uh, a brand new album, which I believe uh, The Devil in Me has gone uh, to number 25 in the iTunes chart. You've got to be pleased with that one. Well, it's just come out. Absolutely. Today. Absolutely. And it's 45 in the 200 top UK. I'm so, the first day. Please, are you kidding me? I know, exactly, exactly. You've got <laughs> to be thrilled like, with yeah, that. I'm going to do my double gay drive scream. <laughs> oh, please do, please do. Now, Susie, going to take you back to uh, the days of the Pleasure Seekers. I've got a, a lovely black and white photo of yourself in there. So, can I, what am I writing saying uh, that uh, the music within has always been with Susie? It's always been there. It's, it's a passion of yours that just won't, the fire will never die. I, uh, never. Never, never. I, I would like to say that I've matured, but I'm afraid I can't, not with a clear conscience. Um, I've always had this passion and this fire and this drive in me since a little girl, actually. I've always been the same. It's never gone away. I never knew where I fit in life. Where's my niche? Where's my niche? So consequently, because I didn't know where I fit, I had to find my own place. Do you get that? I understand that completely. And would you said from from a very young age, who who would you who would you would look into for your early musical influences? Well, that would have definitely been Elvis was my first uh, rock and roll influence. I saw him at the age of five and a half. This is true. Um, on the Ed Sullivan Show in America, the whole family used to watch the show, and at the end he'd bring on something for the youngsters. And um, Elvis came on, and my elder sister by nine years was screaming. And I was confused why she was screaming. And then I looked at the TV. And I went into that TV, and a little light bulb went out, and I had the thought, I'm going to do that. You knew then, then and there, you knew. At that age. Wow, you knew then and there. And has there there ever been anything on uh, Susie's Road that you thought to yourself, I think I could do that as well? Or or has it been, I mean, music, 100%, there's been nothing in your life that you thought, yeah, I I could do that as well. The, The focus has been that strong. The, the focus has always been in entertainment. I could have gone into acting. I've done plenty of acting, but I mean, even as a young girl, I could have gone any route into the entertainment profession. Anything artistic, and I've done everything artistic you can do. But music kind of, I, I think the, the, the performing of the rock and roll really, really screamed at me. Really? It really screamed at me, and I couldn't ignore it, you know? Now, we can't get away, Susie, without talking about Happy Days, which you had uh, plenty of admirers still from Happy Days. In fact, our, our technician just walked in now, and he, and he pointed to me, is that, is that Susie on there? I loved her in Happy Days. So th- th- those memories live on completely. Can I ask, the, the, the look of the leather, uh, where was that originated from? Was that a style that you were that you sort of selected and thought, that's the way I want to be, or was it something modelled on, the leather well, look? Well, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I was in the bands from 14, you know, that was the age I started. And at 18, I was in a hotel room, and I saw the Elvis comeback special. Again, he's been on my shoulder my entire career, I tell right. you. Um, I, I saw the comeback special, loved the leather. And then when it came time, we can the can was ready to come out, and Mickey did my first photo session. Mickey Most, this is, and he, I feel like he's here right now. Um, and he said to me, what do you want to wear? Now we get serious. Can the can's going to be a number one, and it was. And he said, um, 
what do you want to wear? And I said leather, and he was very much against it. He thought it was old-fashioned. Really? Yeah, he thought it was old-fashioned, but me being me, <laughs> I insisted, of course, and I got my way. And then he said, he stood there for a minute, he said, okay, okay, leather it is. What about a jumpsuit? And I thought, what a great idea, because I was very naive sometimes, very right. naive. I thought it was a logical suggestion that I could leap around and be on stage and not worry about anything coming unbuttoned or coming the shirt tail coming out and it wasn't until i got the pictures back from the first session that i looked at them and i went oh my goodness what will mm. my mother say <laughs> <laughs> but by doing that you stamped it you stamped your authority on that look i did and and it's so funny because i was standing there in that suit the record was playing in the background the band were at my feet and i'm in that suit for the first time in front of a photographer, and he said to me, pitiful, pivotal moment in my life, he said, okay, Susie, now give me that Susie Quattro look. And wow. I gave that iconic photo look, and I didn't know I had that look. But it everything, it was like all of a sudden somebody switched on the light, and there I was. All the years of touring and planning and waiting, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden there she was. And, and, and you've never got any chafing from it. <laughs> well, you do have to be peeled out at the end of the show, I have to tell you that. And then you have to dry it upside, yeah, outside, you know, because it's a living material. So you have to spray it and let it dry inside out. And they last about two years. Right. It's on the road. I'll remember this. It. Yeah, yeah. I'll remember this for, for my birthday, perhaps. We can have that sorted out. Uh, can you remember, Susie, the very first autograph you signed? Oh, my God, which would have that been? I seem to remember being, yeah, probably right at the top of the... No, I did some in The Pleasure Seekers. Right. God, I can remember, oh, yeah, the first time I was on TV. And I remember taking great care and signing. It was such a nice signature. You should see my signature now. <laughs> my dad said it looks like it took chicken, chicken's feet, and put them in ink and scratched the paper. And let me tell, let, let me ask, because you're doing your, your formative years as a teen growing up. Um, of course, boys must have figured in there somewhere. Were they, were they put on the back burner, or was there a particular lad in your life that oh, caught your God, eye? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm still in contact with my very, really? first, my very first boyfriend. I was 14. He asked me to go steady. He wanted to marry me. Oh, he was, uh, this was a serious... I loved him as much as you can love at 14. I loved him, and I thought we would get married. That lasted about two and a half, three years. Oh, right. Yeah. But, but he's still and, in and contact. I'm, yeah, but yes, I'm still in contact. And he was, was kind of square, went to college, became, you know, one of these guys on CNN and a marathon oh, runner. Right. And he's one of these kind of really just nice, nice people. And he thought that me doing music was a hobby, and this is when we started to fall apart. <laughs> did, you, did you find, though, that relationship was like, he, he was like one and you were another, you weren't the same, so that sort of, sort of mix no, it worked? No, was, it wasn't the right mix. It oh. wasn't the right mix. He was, I, I couldn't be a square housewife, which is what he no, wanted. No, I can not, yes, I can't and see that at all. Not me, but what a lovely first boyfriend to have, and I remember him with nothing but affection, and he wrote me just the other day in an email, because I sent him my documentary, Susie Q., and he wrote me and he said, I was the first one to kiss you. I was your first boyfriend. And everything we meant to each other makes me who I am today. I oh, thought, wow. Oh, that's what I mean. What a nice guy. How poetic is that? Aww. How beautiful is that? No, no, I, 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 I just get hate mail. Uh, now, the thing is, though, um, <laughs> from past girlfriends and, and wives, uh, the thing is, though, Susie, uh, before, we, before we concentrate on uh, I Sold My Soul Today, which we'll play, of course, and we mention in the album, uh, can we just move forward? Like we've gone from the past, let's go we're, we're here in the present for the future. Uh, after, with this, 
with the launch of this today, are you already planning for the, for the remainder of 2021 and where you want to go? Yeah, I am. I mean, I've, I have found, besides being very difficult, like it is for everybody, for various reasons, um, I have never been so creative in my life. I'm now writing for the next album, okay. believe it or not. I'm, I'm working on my fifth book. Wow. I, am, I know I'm creating, creating. The thing I'm missing is the gigs, and I must stress, not for the money. I'm comfortable to the day I die. I miss it because I love it. Yes. And uh, the other people in the industry, that was their living, you know? And that's difficult. But I hope to get on the road as soon as possible. Next year, there's a gig that I will crawl over broken glass to get to. Really? April the 20th at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, wow. The Queen, the queen of Rock and Roll is at the Royal Albert Hall. How can wow. you say better than that? You're coming I'm, home. I'm practicing my royal wave. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it from here. I can, I can see it from here. Seeing as you're flush, Susie, can I have a tenner? No, no. Okay, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the album then. The Devil in Me doing on it on it on today of all days doing already doing well. Inspiration behind that one. Where did all that come from? Well, um, two twenty should have been a, a hugely, really, really good year for me. I had like eighty five shows in the book. My son was only going to be home eleven days because I did no control within the last album. And the option came from the company. Okay, let's do another album. And we were talking. When are we going to do this? You know, two nineteen. I had 85 shows, I had no control come out, and I had my documentary come out at the end of the year, which sat at the top of the Amazon charts. Really successful year, 220 was building up to be even more than the lockdown came. And I said to my son, right, silver lining, that's my attitude, we now have time right. to write this album. So you go out in the little studio in the garden, I'll stay on the patio, and we'll get started. And that's what we did. And the inspiration is everywhere. Right, right. So I am pulling it out of the air. I cannot stop writing. That's wonderful, wonderful. It it seems that, uh, like we said at the very start of the interview, the fire is burning as bright today as it ever did. Absolutely, even more. You know, I I, I just haven't calmed down. No. I've, still, I've still got so much more to say. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I, <laughs> I can. I. I uh, it'd be a pleasure to be stuck in a lift with you. Put it like that. Uh, <laughs> well, you would not be bored. That I can guarantee you. <laughs> so that's all out now at the moment, isn't it? The dev. The, 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 yeah, it came out today. The devil in me. You can get it at the normal sources. It's going really ballistic. I've. I've done. The reviews have been embarrassingly good, and, and that's a nice thing to be able to say. It is, isn't it? It yeah, is. It's, it's, it's relit my fire, this album. My, I'm now seeing myself that, again that, through, I, through my son's eyes. I don't think you ever got to the stage when the fire was embers, even. No, it's but, just... but it, now the way it's lit mm. now, I didn't, didn't realize this feeling could be here again. Absolutely. Which is great. Well, uh, I'd love to have you back on at some point to talk further. Susie's been an absolute pleasure this afternoon. And, uh, well, you, you said you'd like to introduce um, I Sold My Soul today. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on my best DJ voice, okay? Marvellous stuff. Susie Quattro, all I can say is thank you very much indeed from GTFM, and, and you're welcome back anytime. And thank you. And hi, this is Susie Quattro. My new album, The Double and Me, is out today, and here's the single from it called I Sold My Soul Today. What do you say when you can't pretend? How do you sway when you cannot bear?